Welcome back to the Super Tuesday Recap with your host Chris and Deepom here, and we are here to do the mailbag for November or December because we took November off. Um, happy holidays, all that jazz. Happy uh, end of the decade, blah blah blah. Happy end of 2019. Um, it's been a good year. Uh, I don't know how many we of mailbags we've done. We started these last year, I think. I think last Juneish, I think, like yeah. around uh, Comic Con time. Yeah, we did. So, um, but here we uh, we didn't do one last month. It's the only month we missed one, so we're we're gonna uh, jump right in. Actually, uh, that is not a mailbag email. Here we go. We got three emails that we're gonna jump right in. Again, you guys can send us your emails uh, to talk about. Uh, you talk about some comic book stuff, although you, we might shove some of the comic book stuff off onto the pull list when we do that in the character corner. Uh, you know, favorite shows, trailers, things like that. Just. Nerd stuff in general, you can email us, uh, mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. So uh, Matt emailed us in and says, happy, uh, first, happy holidays and keep doing uh, doing this good and just work. But to my long-winded question, it's not that long. We've had longer emails, Matt, just to let you know. There have been way, way longer emails. <laughs> I appreciate the apology. I, be, yeah, I appreciate the, uh, the, the, the self-awareness up front, but there have been way, way longer emails. Uh, well, listen yes. to your review of Rise of Skywalker. Did you see it yet? I'm really glad you want this one first. Of course, I've seen it. Okay. Along with uh, seeing folks talk about uh, The Last Jedi, both who liked it and who didn't. And I'm so confused about what, what, what people were taking away from The Last Jedi, or at least how. Why do you think people were thinking the theme of The Last Jedi was let the past die and kill it if you have to? Unless I check, antagonist didn't set the theme of a movie, and the protagonist took away a very different lesson. I mean, yes, the general theme was looking to the future, but it wasn't at the expense of the past. Are folks just telling on themselves? I think the theme of the movie was the antagonist. It just blows my mind. Folks are on the side. Uh, my mind. Uh, it just blows my mind. Folks are on every side had the takeaway from the film. Um, here's the thing. I've avoided talking about Star Wars just because it about a month ago, I realized that talking about Star Wars online is just not fun. And I like Star Wars. I enjoy reading Star Wars. Uh, I know Deepom is caught up and finished The Mandalorian. So I'm just, you know, I saw, I saw you talking you, about you that. Let me know, you let me know when you're ready for me to go. Because you uh, had two reviews really now. Yeah. yeah. I have yet to talk about this movie on, on the internet. Except so, for, so, for uh, you know, jealous you know, monsters Matter of fact, let, you know, let, me, let me go ahead and let, 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 you go ahead and start. You haven't gotten your <clears> thoughts in. What do you think? If you are listening to this podcast, you've not seen Rise of Skywalker. I'm about to spoil the shit out of it. If you don't want it spoiled, fast forward like five minutes. Was that a fair warning? Yeah. Okay. To answer the direct question, actually, let's, I'll get to the direct question. Rise of Skywalker was quite literally everything I wanted from a Star Wars movie. It hit the emotional high notes. It hit the big sweeping message. It had the heart. It had the humor. It was Star Wars. It's like if you took Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi, you matched them together, you upped the stakes, and you threw it out there. I've, I've made this, I made this point on, on our review when I said the newer trilogy is just the original trilogy done by confident people, confident writers. Who knew what they were doing? Who knew what they were doing? Imagine if George Lucas had a plan with the first one. I mean, if there were, and it was confirmed later on that some of my biggest issues that I, I would have had, I had with Rise of Star Wars came from the I mentioned on one of, I think the spoiler review when I was like, Carrie Fisher died. She has a larger role in this film than, than and it would have probably been way larger, but she died. And so they had to work around that fact. And instead of scrapping everything they had, they worked with what they had. And we're like, we're not getting rid of that part. We are giving us the Leo Weed deserved and wanted and we're not going to scrap those parts so after after um last jedi carrie fisher apparently grabbed kathleen kennedy by the arm and was like harrison got a movie mark got a movie i better get a movie too and this is always the land movie mm-hmm. and her death obviously changed production changed some of the story beats but guess what kids this is star wars this is literally what you grew up on the things oh they, cha- they didn't change anything they grew it and Two things. Somehow you simultaneously didn't grow with it because you refused to change. You also outgrew it because you, you refused to realize these movies are for children. <clears throat> they didn't explain. Guess who doesn't give a shit? The 10-year-old. Well, Guess who shouldn't give a shit? The 40-year-old. Grow up. 
The answers are out there if you want to find them. But guess what? No one, if you walk into the movie saying, how can I find ways to dislike it? You can tear apart anything. And let's be honest, there's been a two-year campaign to set this up to dislike. On both sides. And watching people like, now, you know, last year they wouldn't that bad i'll fight him <laughs> well it's just, it's just i'll it's, find him you well, turncoat motherfuckers well there, have a little fucking strength in your stance well there's been there's been two extremes i saw on this one was the the last jedi suck people and then there were the people who really did think that you know last jedi was getting rid of everything like there are people who and i i remember saying this up front who were like yeah you know you know there were people that were upset that kylo told ray that her parents were nobody People are like, yeah, that's right. I'm okay with that. They, they are nobody. I'm like, no, that guy, that's... Kylo Ren is actually an unreliable not narrator. You can't really believe but, what he says and, on and, that. And I, what, I, what I really liked about this was they used the two big... The big points of Star Wars are you're not defined by your past. Actually, that's the biggest point of Star Wars. You aren't defined by your past. Mm-hmm. Finn and Rose start off as a janitor and a janitor, respectively. Poe apparently is a spike smuggler. Ray is the daughter, granddaughter of Palpatine. And Luke knew and Leia knew, which also makes Last Jedi a lot more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Knowing that Luke knows. Yep. The beauty of this movie is that it pays off the big, it pays off, the, the, the series has never been about the details. Thank you. It's never been about the details. It's always been about the larger sweeping narrative story. Watch the original trilogy again. Do it with the same lens you do this one. Wait, when did Luke build a green lightsaber? Where did he get the parts? How did he learn to do it? How did he learn? How did how did how did Vader learn that his son was Luke? Like none of that stuff is ever explained in anything. None of it's explained. You just because go it with doesn't it. matter. Right. It's th- this is the thing, and I was thinking about this the other day, right? And cause I, I try to explain this to the guys that they've been talking about Star Wars all the time. And I avoid Star Wars. I think I avoid Star Wars discussions in real life more than I avoid talking about politics in real life. And I'd rather talk about politics. I, uh, honestly, yes. Um, and I just broke down one day and I told them, I was like, the problem with Star Wars is everybody holds on to the movies, but everything that people like about them, everything that people think they know about Star Wars didn't come from the movies that they hold up in such high esteem, right? Everything they think you know about the rule of two, Sif, and all this other stuff, all the lore you think you know about Star Wars never came from the original trilogy. But those are the movies that people swear up and down are infallible and what bases their beliefs off of, but it doesn't come from that. It never has. They've come from people writing extended trilogy books. And now today, they're coming from things like Clone Wars, Rebels, um, the animated series, uh, uh, The Mandalorian, or the Marvel uh, Star Wars books. All that stuff has the details that you want, because they've never been in the actual movie. They've never been there. You know, this reminds me, I'm always reminded a few years ago when I I told... um, it was Micah and Jay. They were on an insanity check, and I told them that the best Star Wars movies are the Scrollers. And they were like, oh, okay. and I started reading the Scrollers. We're like, holy shit, that's an amazing movie that we didn't get to see. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's always been the story. Like, you start their, you, their original trilogies start you at the end of the story. It is the, basically the, the Jedi are gone. They are a forgotten people. The, the Jedi and Sith don't exist, right? At, at, to the point that in episode four, um, in, in A New Hope, the start of the trilogy, no, Vader isn't even in charge. Tarkin is. <laughs> they, look at, they look at Vader as some outdated sorcerer. They're like, huh, who the fuck is this dude? Right? Like, that is the, basically, that, that is the end of the story. You are jumping into the end of the story. What we've been getting now is, and if you really want those details, I keep seeing people say, well, you didn't get this, we didn't get this. Yes, all those details come in the books. Or the animated series. Honestly, this goes to something I think uh, th- to a larger point, uh, and I know Star uh, uh, Lucasfilms and, and, and Disney are doing this. They're going to be doing some some of these uh, uh, TV shows on Disney Plus, and it's also why I'm really excited for the the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus. Like these kind of stories are always best told in a long form storytelling set. Right. Can, can I also say my maybe my biggest problem with Star Wars fandom as a whole right now? We're more concerned with what's next. Oh, dude! No one's willing to accept the thing in front of them. No, no, like 
But that was the that was the problem. Like when I read some of these people talk about the stories, they're like, "Oh, well, we didn't get all these answers." I'm like, "Cause you're acting like this is the end. Just enjoy well, it." And then, what, even if it was the end, you don't deserve the answers, you piece. Like the entitled um, absorber of information these days, the entitled customer blows well, my mind. Well, yeah, it comes from it comes from uh, we, me and you uh, and Ro talked about this when we did the Watchmen review. Yeah, talk about binging. Binging has ruined people. Like, I think the thing that makes the Mandalorian work so well is that they made you wait a week for each episode. Oh. It made you wait a week for each episode to absorb it and and deal with it. And you can see that you like there were some people. I remember. I'm I, again. I keep quiet at work when I hear my, the, the guys at work talk about this. They they were kind of getting off of the Mandalorian in episode three between three to three and six, three and five. They were like, well, it's not really telling us anything. It's not really going anywhere. And I'm just sitting there going because I didn't tell them I watch it. Right. I'm watching it, and every time they ask me if I watch the Mandalorian, I'm telling them no because I don't I don't want to discuss it. So I'm just sitting there back and waiting. And then when six hits, all of a sudden their attitudes change. Six, seven, and I know when they see eight, everybody's gonna go, Oh, I get it now. But that's the point. Like you gotta you gotta let things absorb. You gotta absorb things and wait and let it come in there. Like so many people I love Star Wars. I love Rise of Skywalker. If you have a serious problem with that movie, you might be a joyless piece of shit. Um and to answer the question about I think Chris already covered it really, but you're right. The lesson wasn't the the passes to die, the, the lesson was that we can't be beholden to it. Right. And while thematically they still obviously were like, I'm sorry, but the moment when the ships show up, that's a fucking cheer moment. No, there's the, the movies, the, the movies, like, non-stop action. And they spell out what happened. Like, well, was Luke's sacrifice pointless? No. He spark, literally, they quote it in the last show, like, he sparked the flame that lit the rebellion. Because right. the beauty of resistance and rebellion isn't one moment. It's continued action. Right. And they finally, like... Like, and part of me is like, I wish I hadn't hit the nail on the head so hard, but then I looked around, like, at reality, I'm like, well, maybe I kind of had to. Yeah, people no. Said, I, I honestly think people don't get it, and so now you have to hit them on the head with it, which is fine, and I'm, hey, again, children's movie. I get that. I was here for every second of it. I'm going to go see it again this week. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, I, I really, really enjoyed it, and, and, yeah, yeah. I, I think that so many people, I also think that people, like you said, people are so willing to look forward that and rush to look forward to seeing what's next they, they miss what's in front of them like were, that's why i i was so very confused by the people who were like oh no the last jedi uh like the rise of skywalker undid a lot of things from the last jedi i'm like did you guys just miss certain details and certain things like no like they they're done by two different directors so you definitely get that little kind of sometimes a little imbalance yeah. there and here and there but that's just natural but like the themes are all still there and also carry forward from those previous movies they built on top of them if you want to be honest more so than the real original trilogy did they did but it better it just did it, they did they i'm did sorry they did it better it's they've done them better it's it is what it is like it's i said hard. i just got to the point the, i just can't the, talk the, about the climactic scene of jedi is Palpatine threatening to blow up Endor and saying, all your friends are going to die. Mm-hmm. This nigga opened the sunroof. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drop the top. Like, Look at the motherfuckers dying. Yeah. Ray, stop this shit. All right. Like, thematically, it's all... This isn't Star Wars. Then you don't know what Star Wars is. That's fair, and that's fine. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, if you haven't, uh, watched the Mandalorian and if you got Disney plus, there's no excuse, watch the Mandalorian. And also now it's a great time to catch up on all those, uh, Clone Wars, uh, anime series and rebels. Cause, I uh, watched all of rebels in the last three weeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I gotta, I bought the first four seasons of Clone Wars on D- Blu-ray. So I'm about to go back and rewatch Clone Wars and then ho- I've, I've done like one season of rebels. So I need to. Do Chris, I'm just gonna watch it all. I know. I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil. No, 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 no. no you, it, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be spoiled. I here's the thing. While I didn't watch, I kept up on all the stuff, so I know right. all the stuff has happened. So like that's the end of the end. It's just me talking to the audience, and maybe yeah. you a little bit. Clone Wars is great. Like the animation's a little older, but like I like Clone Wars a lot. It makes the Clone War feel like a. It makes the gap between two and three a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. It makes. And it can fall more tragic, like well, it enhances. Well, well that well, that was the pro- That's the thing with Star Wars, right? The you and, and and this is where I think that a lot of people don't give the MCU credit. Again, I'm gonna keep going back to the MCU because they did it right. Because they did it from the beginning. Well, not only did they do it from the beginning, but like, let's be honest with those. Each one of those movies are. Each one of those movies is basically a two-hour TV series, a TV oh, episode, TV right? And so by the time you get to that eleven years. 
that Avengers Assemble by Captain America is so earned because you've you've gone through that entire process here. And I think that that's what you need to do with these other things. Yeah, you can watch the movies and not watch the other stuff, but you're going to have questions. So you do need to see all of that stuff. I sometimes see people saying so, you need that, but it's just with the, with the, with the wealth of information that you have, if you're going to want to know why certain things are happening, you have to do that. Or you turn your brain off and you'll say, it is what it is. Like those are only two choices here. Go. Could you can't? How did Ray's lightsaber get fixed with Last Jedi? It right. doesn't matter, you right. asshole. Right. You, um, you you can't. But I'll yeah. say this about Clone Wars. Clone Wars makes it feel like a war. Clone Wars makes it feel like it has gravitas. It makes the Anakin thing feel bigger. Mm -hmm. Rebels is four years of indoctrinating children to, to side with terrorists, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I cannot believe it lasted four. Like I watched it, like this is be a fun, light little show. And just like Dave Filoni always does, the first season's fun, and the rest are going to rip your fucking soul out. <laughs> By the end of Rebels, first of all, I had two new favorite Jedi, but also, oh, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Like. Anytime I talk to somebody, I'm like, if, you're first, if your favorite Jedi has the last name Skywalker, we're not even talking right now, all right? Look, I can rock with you if you fuck with Anakin. If you fuck with Luke, you're kind of a whiny bitch. But <laughs> right. if you fuck with Anakin like Clone Wars Anakin, okay. I can fuck with you. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Um, last thing, because uh, it's tied to this Star Wars 7, we'll move off of this. I know you're also doing it too. The guy started playing uh, Fallen, Fallen Order. <laughs> Started playing. Chris, I'm on my third playthrough. Started. Well, That's no. Well, well, I say started because I bought it Friday. I'm almost oh, finished. Nigga, yeah, you in. <laughs> hey, nigga, I'm almost finished, all right? Oh, I bought it okay, Friday. Hey, after we got the show offline, my, my little brother is one of the brother's best friends. It was the lead level designer for this and God of War. Oh, wow. And now I have his cell phone number, so we're like, going to talk about that in the news. Yo, dude, like, that game is... One, I just want to call him and thank him because that game is beautiful. It's beautiful, and it's but it's also like it's challenging a card. Like at first, I was mad. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, why does it take me three quarters of the game to get the get force pull? And then I was like, oh no, it makes me actually have to play the fucking video game and be patient exactly. like a fucking Padawan. Fuck, like <laughs> I was like, yo, why? Did, like why can't I just get double jump now? And I'm like, oh wait, I get it. Patience. Okay, actually, that's one thing I do want to say something about. Hey, games. Fuck you. <laughs> Give me double jump off the start. Yo. If I have to earn double jump, I better not have double jump. If I can't double jump when I turn the game on, I better not ever be able to double jump that motherfucker. <laughs> I hate, that was so annoying. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I could feel like I was a Jedi pot Padawan being taught to learn patience because I was just like, God damn it, man. And then as soon as you get it, you're like, where was this shit the entire fucking game? This is gonna save me so much time. That's why there'll never be a new game plus for this because you'll finish it in twenty minutes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This game, this game is like it's like Tomb Raider. If like Tomb Raider wasn't like on, like I love Tomb Raider, but somehow Tomb Raider gets on rails. Like Lost Fallen Jedi is not on rails. There were several times when I just fell off a cliff and I was like, "Wait, you can do that? Why are you letting me do that? Why are there no safety rails?" Oh man. Uh, anyway, but again. Another example of the best things, some of the best things in Fallen, Fallen Order, the lore that you pick up and you find throughout the game. If you don't read that stuff, you're going to miss so many little pieces there. Um, and also, shout out to uh, Charles Sewell, because, uh, you know, uh, Second Sister was his creation in, uh, in that Darth Vader run. So. Really? Runner. He wrote that shit? Yeah, he wrote that shit. Um, so. hey, you, how far in are you? I am in Dolphamere. I'm like almost to the end. I'm like end of chapter five. First, first trip of Dolphinir, second trip of Dolphinir. No, this is on my third. Like I'm about to fight uh, old old dude with the two lightsabers. Got you. Yeah. So, um, you know, Ilum is Starkiller base. Yeah. That's so fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. And it answers, and it's clear at the time because it means that they've been, they've been building Starkiller base since before Yavin. Yeah. It's it's pretty. It, it's really smart. Like uh, guys, if you like Star Wars. You're gonna love this game, and if you're like me and you're not very good at these like parry thrust games, drop that, drop the difficulty down to story mode. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel overpowered, but you won't die as much. Yeah, yeah, it's it is it's a challenging game. I have this not is been... a great reminder that I'm not very good at like a certain. Oh game no, no, no! It, it is it has definitely humbled me vastly. <laughs> like, because it's like when I, I I play I play Arkham I play Arkham Knight. Yo, I play. 
I played um uh, uh what was it uh Shadows of Mordor like I'm like oh I gotta I can do this that, I gotta I gotta that's like I see I see a bunch of stormtroopers and with with some uh, batons and I got a double bladed lightsaber I'm like all right nigga let's do this shit all I'm thinking is all I see is is all I hear is fear and dead men oh boy uh died died so many I'm times the dead man. <laughs> died so many times <laughs> like yo, you like lightsaber will just make this shit easy yo, it does not oh, it does not man and there are plenty of times like he's running i'm like you goddamn run i'm running like i haven't had it i haven't had a save he's point i haven't his oh and, the, oh, and the, oh. Shit quit talking shit oh and the last thing last thing on this one yo Yo, uh, they are evil as shit for making it so when you do heal at a save point the enemies regenerate Fuck you for that. That right there is that bullshit. <laughs> so fucking bullshit. Between that and the double jump, like I called Jeff Majors, so either get cussed out or, or praised effusively. I haven't decided yet. Like I'm just like, like, like I love what you built. However, God damn, here are my God, problems. God damn, you're making me actually play a game now. Like I, I, I have to focus I have, so goddamn much. I, I have to. I can't lay on the couch and play this. I got to sit up straight and. Bro, you know. I can't turn 2K settings up high enough to get a challenge. <laughs> but meanwhile, I can't get through this shit without fucking leaning forward. Right. <laughs> No, the game's great. Game's great. All right, (laughs) next email. (laughs) We haven't talked for the record again. We don't talk if if we don't record. We generally don't talk. No, no, we don't. No, I just saw. I saw some of the Facebook posts. I think you were talking to uh, uh, um, Aaron about it, and I was like, (laughs) I know I'm gonna play this at some point. I'm gonna get it, and it was it was on sale. It was on sale like either Thursday or Friday. I picked it up and bought it. Got into it. No, nigga, so many late nights. (laughs) So many late nights. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Amani, I need to start with the apologies first to my old bosses because when you do it right, this management job ain't no joke, nigga. I was just wanted. Uh, I just want to watch Disney Plus and chill. And they got your boy working, working. I don't know if y'all are caught up, but uh, they are just out here cheating on the Mandalorian. I know. And this was sent before. Uh, I think this was sent. This was sent a week ago. So, oh, they definitely cheating on the Mandalorian. I know Chris in particular is enjoying some of the guest stars, and with the directors they have coming uh, over, I already can't wait for that Obi Wan series. Listen, Taika Waititi did that shit on that last episode, dog. Like I'm not spoil- I'm not going to spoil anything from episode eight. Oh, I'm not going to either. But I just want to say I'm broad stroke this and have a conversation with you for a second. Yes, that ending, nigga. Oh, <laughs> well, he got that thing on him, oh, bro. I can't. This y'all don't want no Gus friend. Like it's it's so good because they, they they did they didn't cram they they did so much in that episode. First, the opening six minutes with the two fucking uh, star trooper uh, the uh, stormtroopers. That shit. Yes, that shit was hilarious. Those two fucking fools, <laughs> and like the repeated, yeah, like even episode Bill six was like, Bur- "Hey, we're no fucking stormtroopers." Yeah, when Bill Burr was like, they were like, "Bill Burr is, is like some kind of emergency." Uh, they were like, "Uh," and, and episode six was like, "Yeah, he was a imperial sharpshooter." And the man, like, <laughs> Pedro Pascal does a great job of giving you a look without having seen his face with that Mandalorian helmet on, and the look he gives Bill, Bill Burr, and Bill Burr just looks at him like. What's no fucking stormtrooper? Can you get to tell? Sharpshooter and Imperial? Mm, I don't know about that one, dog. How good of a shot were you? Oh, man. It was so good. It, it's, it's so good. And <clears throat> to give you background on the Mandalorians and everything else, and to really set up for season two uh, that's coming next fall, oh, it's perfect. I can't wait. Like, th- I, honestly, I think that this is, if you have problem with not having enough detail, I think you definitely should be watching the sh- uh, any series they put out with, uh, with Star Wars. Also, we'll say that some of y'all who didn't watch Solo probably should go back and watch Solo. I haven't watched Solo still. You should go watch Solo. Not on some, not on some, not on some <laughs> like you know, like boycott. Shit. I just haven't gotten around to it. No, Solo is actually pretty good. It is actually a pretty okay. good film. Um, and again, it's another one of those things that kind of gives you some of the more, like, this is what I love about, we'll stop singing the praise of Disney on, on the, and Lucasfilms on, on the Star Wars stuff. But what I've appreciated, what they've always done is they've given us more detail, the detail that we've always asked for in live action, seeing some of the things that you've only either experienced in books or in the animated shows, or in reading the oh, lore oh. and things like that, mm. you're actually seeing that stuff now in okay, live so action. So the last thing I'm going to say about Star Wars, you're right, we should move on. The ending of Rise of Skywalker, again, two minutes now this time, much shorter. 
when she takes the Skywalker name and everyone's like, oh, I thought this is the end of the Skywalker line. I'm like, you don't know, you're over inflating the importance of the name Skywalker. The Mandalorian showed they didn't, they're even sure that they didn't believe in Jedi. Yes. What she did was she announced the name Palpatine, which was a known name because he was not only like the before the rise of the Empire, the head of the Senate, he was the Emperor. He was not Emperor Sidious, he was Emperor Palpatine. That name carries more weight than Skywalker. If I wanted to go underground, I'd use this fucking moisture farmer name. Sorry. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because again, nobody was calling Vader anything Skywalker. You know? Every yeah, whatever. All right, let's move on. Uh, more in this email. Uh, secondly, I'm sorry to everyone who thought they were buying one X book and not spending their money on the old Dawn of X line. <laughs> oh, you think you're not going to read X Factor? Okay, thought you were going to skip uh, Kate Pride. I just want to hand that wallet over now. Um, I have beef with this email. X Factor is not one of the books. Because yeah. then I was like, did I miss a book? Yeah, you. I think you mean X Force, and you I'm did reading X Force, but I don't appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't appreciate the fact that they don't have an X Factor book. My wallet does, I, but I don't appreciate uh, the fact they don't. Um, the thing is, we're fucked because they're giving havoc a book. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, we're going to talk more about this when we talk about the, when we do the pull list over in the character corner. Uh, but cool. just know my wallet is not happy at me either. So <laughs> we are all in the same boat. My brain is, my heart is, and that's all that really matters. Yes. Um, also need to apologize to Ruby Rose. Oh, not for saying she can't act, even though she's better with Supergirl than she is on her own show. Now, I'm sorry for whoever told her she could be opposite of Kevin Conroy acting his ass off. My man was bringing all the drama and crap. To us. We no, they locked him in the vocal booth. That's all they did. Like, you can't move. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Finally, I need to apologize to Earl Smith Jr. for what his Earth 2 counterpart, JR, allegedly did. We know <laughs> JR, who claimed to not even drink cognac, would never do anything like this treachery, Henry God. Not even for the fine ass Kansas patent. No, sir. <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, apparently, uh, oh, the great JR Smith. Uh, is uh, is now dating or seeing Candace Patton, uh, but he's still technically legally married, even though he's separated Yo, from his wife. Fuck so that. he says they're separated. You believe J.R. Smith? <sighs> I mean, do was, you believe J.R. Smith? It's the summer of J.R., so how could we not? Golly shit. <laughs> Man, I put that shit in the Facebook group. Like, I'm not gonna say. That. <laughs> Yo, the Facebook group did not let us down. See how this goes. The Facebook group did not let us down, though. I appreciate everybody was as ancient as we are, or more so. Um, more so. Y'all's Candace love goes deep because if this, ooh, buddy, if this was some man cheating on Candace. Oh, oh, wait, no, 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 no. If, if this is if this was Daniel Panabaker, <laughs> I can't. Nigga, look, your faves remain your faves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I'm not saying a goddamn thing. I want to see what y'all do with this. If this and then I almost dropped that article from five years ago when he had when he left the team for 20 games because his wife had a premature birth and he goes stay by her side while their daughter's in such dire straits. I mean, we got a love hate relationship with J.R. Smith. What can I say? I mean, shoot or shoot, I, man. I, I was just gonna present facts and see how people took. <laughs> I'm not here to give any opinions or thoughts <sighs> or dap to anyone. Or prayers to anyone. I'm just saying, oh, you see, <laughs> this is why you made shit. That shit right there. That's why you made shit. <laughs> oh, man. Just, just, just don't play out your, your marital troubles on, on Instagram. Please don't. Just, it's, not, it's not good or for anybody. Or if you do it, do it this way. So we don't can... talk to each other. Talk around each other on social media. Oh my god, big fucking dummies! Uh, appreciate everything you've dropped on the network this year, and just both of you as people. I know it's been a long one, but here's to better things in the new year. Thank you very much for that email. All right, last one here. Uh, hold on, let's see. Now, see, this is a long one, and I'm not even making fun of you, Dre. Uh, uh DeAndre. Um. Let's see. I always feel like these are, are late. Uh, first things first, what do you guys think about Marvel going to the TAF, the flat TV show and saying, hey, we love Tom Cavanaugh. Can we use him for Doctor Doom? The more I watch him and his personality uh, and his ability to convey so many different personalities and thread the line between good and evil and antihero, I love to see him as Victor. The downside is obviously we would lose a phenomenal version of Thumb, but I would like to see there. I like there to be a universe where both can exist. Oh, well. I have thoughts. Mm hmm. Did you read Christopher Priest's recent 50-issue run of Deathstroke? 
No, I didn't. Okay, so there, it's, I liked it. It's really good. I like no, it. I heard good things about it, yeah. The end of it, Christopher Priest says in interviews in Dakota, this guy's a fucking villain. He's an anti-hero. He's not a, a bad guy with a conscience. He's a fucking scumbag villain. And I think by making Doom smart, some people misconstrued this as anti-hero. He had the run as Iron Man. I get that. But he's made lots of decisions since then that have reaffirmed dedication to being a shitty person. There aren't many sides to do or personalities. It's this arrogant guy who thinks he knows best for everyone. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, it's, it's like describing Lex Luthor as anti-hero. Like, they're kind of the same yeah, thing now. I, I'm like, hey guys, sometimes villains are just villains. Yeah, and, and, I, again, I'm, I'm president of the Villain Agenda uh, fan club and all that, but I will it's say, uh, Dr. Doom is clearly a villain, right? His like, name right, is Doom. Is Dr. Doom. Like, even, even in, even in Hickman's run, you know, in, in, in the Secret Wars, he was still the villain, guys. Doom is, baby. Yeah, I mean, Doom is evil. <laughs> evil. Look, he's not Dr. Stubtoe. He's not Dr. Mild Inconvenience. <laughs> Dr. Doom. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know about Tom Cavanaugh as, uh, I like Tom Cavanaugh. I don't know about him as. I need bigger. Huh? I need bigger. I need, I need, I, I may just need a voice, honestly. Well, and that's what I was thinking. It was like, I don't even... Vader with it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think we need... At whatever we do, I don't think we need to... We need to do like... like the, and, and here's the thing. Again, I love... Everybody's so focused on Disney being this big monopoly, things like that. I just want to point out that other studios also make billions of fucking dollars and are multi-billion dollar corporations and studios as well, folks. It's and not just Disney. It's underwritten by like evil technological companies. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just, just want to throw it out there. Um, <clears throat> but... What they did with um, the Mandalorian with Pedro Pascal almost uh, he takes his doesn't take his ma- doesn't take his helmet off right for all intents and purposes doesn't take his helmet off all right and you did an entire eight episodes with that and we're about to probably get another season where he does the same thing right that's this is the way we can now with that with with, with that said we can do a Doctor Doom series and, oh not su- series but have Doctor Doom and not have him take that fucking mask off. We don't need to see it. Better yet, we can have Doctor Doom and have it be played by a no-name actor. Yep, and just voice him over and, and get a get a voice. That's all we need. Why are we? Ooh, that's a great. That'll save some money. Yeah, we don't. We just need the voice. Ooh. We just need the voice. You know. Hey, Marvel, at us, y'all. That was a good idea. I mean, they did a Vader. Vader, just, just Vader it. Vader it. Vader this bitch. That's what he Why? should be. Excuse me. It's Doctor Doom. We're never taking the mask off. Like the point right. of casting a name is for the last act of Spider. man he loses his mask like yeah. it's because you want to see the actor yeah we don't need to see if we we're don't just need to doing the voice we should never see doom anyone well mm. what about the origin of doom no one fucking needs it no we don't need that we don't need that and trust me he'll mention it every time he sees richards yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's in contract mm-hmm. As far as other Marvel stuff, the rumor about Black Panther are, Panther are making me happy, not because they keep popping up. I vehemently disagree with the rumors about Aurora coming because. Uh, coming because why? But because of the level and quality of character that keep coming up. Mentoring Marvel using this film to introduce the first family. Summer, please don't kill me. Makes me happy because it feels like pop culture will see him as more than just a black superhero. He is one of the big players and there's a big name opposite of him in a film. In a universe, in a universe where we won't get Tony and Reed going back and forth, I like the idea of T'Challa and Reed uh, bonding off of uh, whatever conflict that that cook up to face doom and save Wakanda or Atlantis with Sue. Uh, either way, I'm excited for whatever comes, but the mix of big names in the may, may slot, make my Marvel, uh, make mine um, more Marvel, rumor? please. You say what? Is there a rumor? I, well, I think there's been rumors of, uh, rumors uh, flowing around of doom being huh. a villain in, um, my parents, too, but it was a while ago, right? That was like, okay. when they first mentioned, there's no solid evidence. I think, I, I think what this is, is I think it's people, I think there are people making some some educated guesses of who it could be. So the two okay. big the two so, big names okay. you've heard are, are are Doom or Namor. And if you bring in either one of those, then obviously that would then lead to being a a back way into inviting in the Fantastic Four, right? Because either one of those also have ties to Fantastic Four, which mm-hmm. it, it could work. I could see it. At the same time, I, I don't know. 
Like I said, it's I'm, a lot to put on it, a, sec, a, a second movie. Exactly, it's a lot to put on there. And, own story while growing the universe, and that makes it tough. It's kind of suffocated there. And, and and that's the other thing too. I have a problem with too. I I I feel like well, I I do would love to see T'Challa interacting with Reed. I would love to see him interacting with. And, and it makes sense, right? Because you got to think about it. Black Panther's first appearance wasn't the Fantastic Four. So it all fits in together. So I can see elements of the Fantastic Four popping up in a Black Panther 2 movie. I don't know if it'll be a focus. Because like you said, I don't know. That's a lot to put onto a second movie. Particularly with a movie that, that had this much significant cultural significance. I don't know if Marvel want to maybe bury some of that. But Again, we'll see. There, I mean, we're getting also also the concern about Black Panther being seen as a black superhero. <clears throat> Meteor Man was a black superhero. Yeah, you gotta understand that once you talk about billions of dollars, like it's not just us buying. Yeah, yeah. Like the rappers that went buy them are not because black people got on their back. Yeah, I um, but like I said, I I wouldn't be surprised if there are some ties to Fantastic Four. It makes sense. All the ele- and I think this is where all you're getting all these rumors from because all the elements are there. Uh, T'Challa and, and and Doom obviously have a history there. T'Challa and Namor obviously have it, and, and and Wakanda and Atlantis obviously so, have a history there. Um, so there's a set photo that leaked this week of Falcon and Winter Soldier, where there's a flag seen in the background. The flag's Madrooper. Hmm. So there are ways to roll in elements, like you said, without saying, "Here's Logan wearing a eye patch." Right. And and I and I think you're gonna. I think we're going to see that kind of stuff sprinkled in there. And again, like I said, Black Panther's first appearance isn't a Fantastic Four book. So I wouldn't be surprised if you wouldn't get some, if that's not a way to start getting some of those elements in there. At the same time, you got to remember, Dr. Strange one was on the other day, and they were talking about multiverse in that movie. I forgot about how much they talk about the multiverse in in Dr. Strange. So we never know. All these other, uh, you know, Dr. Strange and... I mean, um, I mean, Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four—they could be on another multiverse somewhere, and they the bring. We do know there is a plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There definitely is a plan. There's always a plan. Um. So, um, uh, more than this. Uh, they announced a flash film again, and I agree with you. I think it was one of you that said it during part of the crossover. But I do not think it's feasible to do a flash movie at this point. Even people that do not want watch the show as often know he is a flash now. DC really painted themselves in the corner with a bad press from Sazam that was actually really good, and that makes me not even want to go see the uh, the films in the future. After Joker this year, I felt the need to just break up with DC as far as movies go. I have a vision for these films that take parts of these stories in canon because I grew. Uh, I spent so much time reading them and growing up. If that's not the road DC wants to take, if those are not the story they want to tell, I won't be a Star Wars fan complaining. I just won't watch. But the thing is, I, I think, and I think that's the way forward, right? Yeah. At some point, you gotta. That's the part of Star Wars and, and the Last Jedi, you know, um, you know, bringing up with the past, right? Like, if if they're not going to if, if at some point, I gotta stop screaming into a well, right? I'll see the movies, but I'm just not gonna be excited for them, except for a handful that I, I have faith in. To where I got after um, BBS. Yeah. Well, I well I've been I've been there for a while. Yeah, I've been there for a while though. I've been there for the last few years. I don't know. I'm saying the larger. I'm seeing more emails like this and more sentiment yeah. like this. Yeah, and it's just like but they don't love it like I love it. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, it's just at this point, I I. I can't put, you don't want to put your effort into seeing things, especially when the things are there and you can, here's the thing you can, you, we see what can't, what it can be, right? They have flashes of greatness. You have things like Shazam. Like we'll talk about this later when we get into we'll talk about it in a second when we finish the email. But like I saw the Wonder Woman, uh, 1984 trailer. All right, cool. Let's see what Patty Jenkins can do. Obviously definitely, uh, do a color palette, but I'll see what she's going to do. Am I excited for it? No. Not excited. I didn't. I didn't like that trailer. Oh, you didn't? Oh, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll get to it. We'll get to it yeah. in a second. Um, let me finish this. Finally, sorry for the long email again. See, this is a long email, guys. Uh, I know you guys will say you love them, but it's always a little weird typing so many thoughts down like this. So I appreciate you reading them. If I make it on time, you made it on time, and don't never feel weird typing so many thoughts out. That's the whole reason why we did a mailbag. So you guys to type these things in there. We can read them. I mean, discuss them. It's good for us. It gives us content. Honestly, we probably wouldn't have a show if we didn't have your emails and take time to show your love for comics. And we build my own. 
You guys at MTR have been phenomenal in the around four years I've been following, and I can't wait for more character corners next year. So keep me uh, choke to keep me from choking my uh, or my coworkers. So happy holidays to you and everyone at the MTR network that makes it function. You all appreciate it so many by so many people, even on days when it doesn't feel like it. Thank you very very much for this email. Um, we really appreciate it. Like I said, don't feel bad about writing the emails in. Um, it is content for us, but we also like discussing them. This is how we discuss some of the topics in there. Honestly, some of your emails, like you say, I really didn't have anything. Like I sent D-Bomb some emails. We didn't have any topics. We're going to kind of go off of some of the things we talked about. I knew we talked about Star Wars and all of some of the emails, and, and that was it. Um, your emails are usually what ties into talking about some of the other things we had. Um, so let's get into that. And we were just talking about, it, like, again, the Wonder Woman trailer. So you said you didn't like it. It didn't move me. What? Um, the swinging and lightning thing is fucking stupid. Okay, uh, okay, thank you. Okay, I, I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of people try to defend that. I was like, okay, that shit doesn't make no fucking. No, defend it. People are like, look how cool this is. Like, it's like, okay, like, I'm not, okay. You know I wrote lightning word. I I, 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 I let that one go, and I was just like, I can't. I, that doesn't. Okay. Just let the bitch fly. If you don't let her fly, just let her fly. It's like she's not. Like, this, 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 We're inventing shit. Like anyway, okay. It's like this Spider-Man so, swinging in the desert. Like what are we doing? Stop! Stop <laughs> it! So, like that's like that. You know what that is? That's pre uh, the new Spider-Man game. How you used to web swing in Manhattan? What's it taking to? Who knows? Um, <laughs> swinging across uh, Central Park, you're like, eh. yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> That's a specific game. Hey, it's, ew, comic magic, man. Comic magic. <laughs> Just gotta let it go. Um, nothing in the trailer movie. Nothing that grabbed me. Nothing that made me like, oh, I want to know the story. It was a collection of stuff like, here are reasons you like Wonder Woman, and that's fine and good. And there's some cool like camera tricks with the bullet, and that was pretty dope. And like, but like, there's nothing. We'll compare it to some other trailers we saw this this season. Yeah. There's no story beat where I'm like, I'm super interested in this. The only thing that, so I'm with you. The trailer didn't move me as much as it moved some other people, but I also think people were just excited because of Wonder Woman, which is not a problem. Like, don't, don't, don't let me, don't let me try to try to say that that wasn't thing is Wonder Woman. Hey, and it, it is up there with some of the, the best work DC's done. And to me, I'm the, this is the DC movie that I'm most intrigued by next year because Patty Jenkins has full control. The color palette is definitely no longer a Zack Snyder color palette. Um, and I want to see what she does with it. Like that's, that's where it is. It's like she's not only directing it, but she's writing it. She has full control of it. And I'm intrigued by that. I'm also intrigued to see if DC finally puts the fucking money behind marketing for the film. Like they didn't put the first time. So that's where I'm at with it right now. Um, I'm with you. The trailer was like, okay, cool. Don't know where the story's going from. Don't know why. It's, you know, Steve is back, but cool. Let's. Yo, I was like, if they don't start calling Hal Jordan, I'm like, look, guys, that's how. <laughs> um, Fighter pilot, he gets his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. So he's in like, White House in Star Trek. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, that's where I'm at with it. Like they, 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 they delayed the movie, and I think it's because they were trying to give Patty more control over what she wanted to do and kind of take their time with it. So I want to see. I want to see what they do with it. Um, And to me, this is one of those films where it's like, there are no excuses, right? If it does not hit on all cylinders, there's no more excuses for why it failed. Like before you can kind of go, it's like, Zack Snyder still had his hands in it. DC didn't, uh, DC and WB didn't want to promote the film. And we'll all agree as a nation not to discuss the third act, apparently. Because nobody remembers it. So, um, like... Is, is there with this one though there are no excuses like there there's this is clearly after the Zack Snyder era they've clearly moved on from this and they've given they've given Patty her coin they've given her everything she wants and so if it comes out and there's still issues and we find out the WB execs once again went around the, the filmmaker and, and and interfered with the the making of the film then again no more excuses like th- there, there is no more defending that after this because you've given it all that. I'll be honest. I'm still looking at people. I'm still iffy on um, Birds of Prey. Looks fun. I think Rock, uh, Margot Robbie is going to make the film fun enough. Like her alone. She's she's invested. Like she's invested in the film. I watched her interviews. I underestimated yeah. how much she cared. 
she cares about the character. She cares about the film. She's going to make that film work. I, I'm, I'm feeling some kind I'm feeling some kind of way because I feel like we're having another Wonder Woman in the marketing sense where I'm like, I still don't feel like you guys are putting any, any effort into trying to, and again, it's still early. All right. Film comes out in February next month. It's, if I don't start it's, seeing it's, anything, it's, it's not that it's, it's not that early. I know I'm, I'm trying here, dude. I'm trying. I know you are. I'm, I'm trying. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was a uh, April release. When comes you out, said February, I was like, oh no. Comes out, I want to say it comes out February 14th, the weekend of Valentine's Day, I believe. Oh, so wow, this is uh, it, it's ugh. it's next month. You've had one trailer, and they keep cutting the same trailer for the TV spots that you every now and then get. Which I'm, is okay because actually that trailer no, I really like. No, and, and that's fine, and that's fine. What I want to see is because again, this is not and and this is not uh, uh this is not me. My complaints right now are not about the quality of what the film's going to be, right? My issue is again mm-hmm. falling like feeling like WB is making the same mistakes they made with Wonder Woman, where you have a a film with a female uh, female leads, um, you have a female director, of, uh, and I want to say she's Asian American or she's she she she's not white, so you have a non-white female director, I believe. I'm sorry, I can't remember who the director of this film is, but even the fact that I can't remember that name, they have not put her out in front of uh, in front of interviews. They have not. Promoted that fact, the fact that I'm not trying to it's, like it's Kathy on Kathy Ann. Okay, and her, the release date is February seventh, Chris. So I, again, yeah. we're this, we're all the purposes a month out. This is the this is the same shit they did with Wonder Woman. This is the same mm-hmm. shit they did with Sazam. So yeah. this is beyond this is beyond beyond quality at this point, right? Let's say the this film is us speculating either, guys. We have eyeballs. No, no, this is this is the same shit they did with. Two good films they had before, right? With Sazam and Wonder Woman, where they did not promote them. They ba- they didn't let the uh they they didn't let the Kathy um I mean um Patty Jenkins didn't really do a lot of interviews. Uh the Kathy right here, who she's not I, I haven't seen a whole lot of interviews with her, haven't put her out in front. Like you, you you're beating here's a here's a case where you're beating Marvel to the punch. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a film with a bunch of female anti-heroes or heroes. You have a non-white uh, uh, female director. You're beating Marvel to the punch. Why is she not out there? Why are you not doing interviews? Why are you, why are you not doing the marketing blitz to get people out here for a February movie? Like, this is the part where I, I start saying, to me, WB still does not get it. Because they're not fully committed. They're fully committed to their big names. But they don't fully commit to things like this. Remember, I, I remember when people try to try to get on me when I bought this up about Wonder Woman, and I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel promoted the fuck out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Captain Marvel! But even but even, but even before like I can get with Captain Marvel. Guardians of the no, Galaxy. What I'm, saying, but, what I'm saying is right. like the pattern. Right. And for me, it's not even they don't get behind their big names because Wonder Woman's a big name. Right. What happens is and I'm not saying, maybe I am saying, it feels, we, I need to see what the more common now is in this product. It feels like there's almost two camps at DC. And the movies they aren't behind, they're not backing financially. Because you're right, Shazam, this, Wonder Woman. Like, it feels like those three movies, they told the director, prove it and then we'll back you. Yeah. Like, Patty Jenkins had to prove it with Wonder Woman and then to finally get the control she wanted for Wonder Woman. And twice as good to be half the credit. And and I'm sorry that bothers me because then also then makes me sit there going, should I see this film? Do you even care about this film? I had the same question about Suzanne. I was like, do they do they even care about Suzanne? I don't know. Suzanne's good. Then I see Suzanne. I'm like, why are you burying this movie? Why are you guys not promoting the fuck out of this movie? Why are you not trying to do promotions with this film? What are you doing? Like, remember, um, Captain Marvel did a promotion with the U.S. Air Force. They still run that commercial sometimes, yo. They still run that commercial, right? Like, what are you doing? Now, uh, granted, now, granted, this is Birds of Prey, and Harley Quinn is not like a role model, but you find something to hold on. The, the film isn't R rated. You find the problem. I think with the thing is, it's got the R. Does it? Is it R rated? It's R. Okay, they did make it R rated. Tougher sell. It ch- it ch- how this? It changes the economy and how you sell it. True, but then they use the Joker. Well, this one, they're not selling it as an R movie. Right. They're right. selling it 
as a PG. When I watched the the the, the trailer, it feels like a PG thirteen movie. I, thought I was it, shocked I, just now to see it was rated. I thought it was still PG thirteen as well. I did not know it was R rated. Huh? I did not know. That. I thought it was a PG thirteen movie as that well. Changes a lot of the equation on like what they're going to be expecting from it. But also it says you can still put money, but like none of this is absolving them for the yeah the marketing mistake. Yeah, and so um, that's where I'm at. If I'm looking forward to things in 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 2020, that's where I'm looking at WB and DC for is have you have you learned some of the mistakes you made in the past and. And that's when I look at Wonder Woman and when I look at Birds of Prey, those are two of the movies. I think they have a third one coming out next year, I think. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's only two. Um, that's what I'm looking at for them. I'm looking to see, have they finally, because, you know, Aquaman was them putting, was like the fa- final movie that, under the Snyder era, if you will. Have you finally put that behind you? And, and what are you doing across the board to make your products work? You know? Have you finally decided, are you getting rid of the DCEU? Are you keeping it? Are you doing one-offs? Like, what are you doing? What is your plan? Put something forward. And are you going to put your money where your mouth is and promote films? Like, are you going to put the same level of, like, are we going to get a blitz of, of interviews like we did for Joker and Todd Phillips and Joker like you did for, are we going to get that with Birds of Prey? It's an R-rated film with a bunch of uh, female leads. Are you going to put that kind of level of effort into it or no? You know? I think I know the answer to that already because the film comes out in February and we haven't seen any of that. But, you know, we'll see. So, you know, you give your Flash movie a date. Baby steps. What's the costume look like? That's all. That's, that's my, anytime somebody brings up the Flash movie and the Flash movie has a date, my only question is, what's the costume look like? I've, I'm refusing to address, to, to address those. Uh, no. Not, like, until that point. Until, and, until I, I see... It's not even coming. Uh, well, there's that. Like, sure, you know. Um, well, speaking of coming, uh, Black Adam's supposed to be shooting, starting filming next year too. So, again, bold move uh, going out and putting Black Adam film out, um, and not putting out Shazam two as fast as possible. Could you have kid kids in it, and you don't want them to I, age out of the roles? Yeah, this is the, the this is the worst. <laughs> They're bad ideas. Like, but them not saying eleven years in the making behind Black Adam is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> them choosing Nazis. Over I'm just like, it makes me hard. From past performance, I'm, I can't get excited about it. But even then, to look forward to the future is still hard because I'm seeing these small things that shouldn't affect your movie but they should be they should be automatic wins like you don't wait when you have when you have when you have kids and young kids in your film you don't wait to make the next movie for that because they're going to age out of the role fast and especially when those kids were very very important in your in your in your movie you got to come out with that fast and that movie Shazam was really really good it's their best fucking film all right and you're you're waiting until I think 2021 to start filming that for it to come out in 2022. How many more of those films are you expecting to do with a character that's built on child actors? Like Suzanne so is built on child actors. This is what it is. It is. Like, I don't know. Like, that's the whole point of that character. I don't know if you have a have you ever done a 25-year-old Billy Batson? Yeah, it was Kingdom Come. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, well, don't give them ideas. <laughs> Look, you asked a question. True, I did, I did. I saw that one coming up, and I was like, I was like he's going to say Kingdom Come. God damn it. God damn it. And, that, and, and, somebody, and somebody, somebody in the WB exec room was going, Eureka. We haven't Kingdom Come yet. God damn it. Um, and this is my thing. It's like, can you get, and, and at some point, I need them to also, and I'm also waiting, there's one more thing I'm waiting to see in this, and we'll get into the last thing, uh, a couple other things, and then we'll wrap this the mail back up. Um, I'm waiting to see when WB finally puts, slaps the gag order on Zack Snyder. You gotta stop him now. It is getting to the sit, point sit, where sit. he, it is getting to the point where he's undermining anything you're trying to do in the future because he won't let the past die. And by letting him and by letting him continue to put these things out and claim that there's some kind of Snyder cut out there. And you not even though you guys just saying that it's not going to happen is not enough. 
You need to put your foot down and stop him from doing this shit. It is not helping you because, again, people learn the long lessons from Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. They see the end product. They don't see it. Marvel Studios locks everything down. You don't get to say shit without Kevin Feige and them saying you can say it. That joke about the Marvel snipers that you used to make every, every Comic-Con, it was funny, but there was truth behind it. Like, you don't get it's to do that. It's joke if you can't see the red dots. Right. All right? You guys got to stop this, because what Zack Snyder has done is he's caused a clear division that, allows, that, that doesn't allow you to move forward, because you have all these people still talking about a Snyder cut for a failed fucking movie. It doesn't matter. Like, what happens, like, even if there was a Snyder Cut, and I'm not saying there is one. There's not. What there is is a bunch of extra footage. That's funny. There's not. But, like, there's a bunch bunch of extra footage because Zack Snyder, like Michael Bay, shoots way too much. He'll shoot eight hours for an hour and a half film. All right? That does not make a cut of a film. That is unedited footage that is extra that you still need to edit to put into a cut. All right? That's what exists. All right? Just because you hear actors saying, well, I shot that scene and it wasn't in the movie, so Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut exists, that doesn't mean it's a cut of a film. But regardless of that, right? Even if it did exist, you could not release that film now and still move forward with what you have. You need to let that shit go. There is no way to release all that shit. It just makes it worse. This is the reason why, and I've seen people not understand this, but this is the reason why when Disney bought Lucasfilms, they all said that extended universe shit is non-canon no more. You have to draw that line in the sand. Also because it was to. bad. Well, a lot of it was bad as well. Just like the cider cut is bad. All right? Uh, but you have to draw that line in the sand so you can move forward. And you can focus on what's in front of you and not run... Run, keep running back to the, what happened in the past and this kind of stuff there. You gotta stop that shit. So WB, what I'm looking for you in 2020, put your foot fucking down. Act like you're a multi-billion dollar fucking corporation until Zack Snyder shut the fuck up. talking about the marketing spend. It feels like there are two camps. It feels like there's a camp that is feeding him either because there's no way he has this stuff. I know. I know. There's no way he's got vaults of this shit at his house. <laughs> Guess who owns the film? Right. Like this. That's what. Guess who owns everything that was filmed? It's not his. It's not his. So the even I'm saying the stills he's releasing. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm. I'm, I'm back. I'm agreeing. Yeah. From someone in WB. And, and I. And you know what? That explains so much. The internal struggle it's between two. Yeah, and it does. And in. And you're right. It does feel like there's feels like there's two camps, like a camp that backs certain things and a camp that doesn't. And the camp that doesn't back certain things is the one that has the most money and the bigger budget. And and your boy knows it. Yeah, and he's playing on. You know, he's trying to get sued if he didn't know he had some backing. Yeah, because he's because right by the for the record, he's releasing proprietary intellectual property that is not his. That's what's happening. Yep. So, WB, your move. You, what do you want to do? What future? At some point, you got to make a decision about your future. The great, the great thing about it is, hey, right now you're making money. Congratulations. Joker made a billion dollars. You're going to fuck that up somehow. I'm just waiting for you to fuck it up Real even bad. further. You're going to do it. Because you always do it. Look at what Sony did, right? It, it always happens. So you're going to make some really bad mistakes going forward if you don't put your fucking foot down inside what you want to do. So, until that point, I'm not worried about it. That's your mistake, your problem. I'm out of it. I'm I'm out. I'll see the shit you you put out for fucking free, and I'm not going to be affected by it because nah, we're not doing. And if any, have you seen um, the season of Rick and Morty? Uh, about half of it. Yes. There's one where they go to a comic convention, and Rick says they boo him, and Rick goes, "Your boos mean nothing. I've seen what you cheer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where I am. All right, that's the DC stuff. Let's move over to the Marvel side real quick. Uh, before we get into some of the trailer, the, the trailer we saw uh, for Black Widow, um, it, it, something we saw coming that we knew was happening, uh, but Marvel's TV studio is shutting down uh, just because everything's falling under Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige. I mean, this is Hell just... 
yeah, hell of a run. Hell of a run. Um, I know uh, Jeff Lowe was out. Uh, and um, But we, we kind of knew this was coming when with, with all the stuff moving under Kevin Feige and Feige getting that full control. And once he announced the Disney Plus TV shows, he kind of knew at that point that this was Kevin Feige going to eventually start consolidating. If you want to see, because people were saying that they wanted to see more tie-ins to the movies and the TV shows and that kind of stuff, that's what you want to see. This is how it works. It has to be under one person who oversees everything and knows the big picture. That's the only way this works. So we'll see what happens with these Marvel TV shows. If they're anything like the Mandalorian, hold on to your butts, folks. It's going to be in for a hell of a ride. If they're like the Mandalorian, just do one called Mutants mm-hmm. and do an anthology series of mutants being persecuted. That's Haley Jackson. I'm telling you, man, if you give me a steal mutant. this idea, this one you can steal. It's for free, yo. Seriously. That one's free. And in one of them, have one of the people who's going to be an X-Men do one of them on that character. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just have so that everything that, like, you, and the thing about it is, they fucking might. Like, yeah. I had forgotten about the Obi-Wan uh, show. I'm so excited for that. Oh, Obi-Wan yeah. is like an old Westerner, like, righting wrongs, and then every four episodes pulling the saber. Mm-hmm. Only using it when he has to because he's Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you know, finally, finally, what I love is finally explaining what he was doing all those years and that, and that he wasn't just hiding on a fucking planet somewhere, you know? I like either way. Even if he was just chilling, I'm good with that. <laughs> right, just old, he earned his rest. old, old man, old man, old man Kenobi. <laughs> Wait, honestly, you know what it would do? It would, it would continue the full circle thing because yeah. Obi-Wan was wrong to hide then, Yoda was wrong to hide then, and Luke admitted he was wrong to hide then. Yep, 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 so... Either um, way, I'm good with it, but I, I could see you can do because that's the the point of Star Wars is that it's a circle. Everything's a circle. That's the point. Yep. Um, I, I will say, um, I was gonna say, uh, just I, I'm trying to avoid a lot of any any news on the Disney Plus Marvel shows right now, but I have seen some of the leaked images, and boy, we are in for a ride. I, this is dog. I can't wait. I can't wait. We are not. We're not ready. We're not ready. So, and if you look at the Mandalorian, they put they're putting money behind these shows too. So, we good. They brought in the beep beep. I'm not spoiling episode eight, but motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. All right. So last thing. Uh, that Black Widow trailer. You know, you know the exact opposite thing happened. This was the exact opposite reaction to the Wonder Woman trailer. Partially because I'm so invested in the character after 11 years. I'll give them that. Partially because Marvel cut you a fucking trailer, bro. <laughs> We've been saying this shit for years because we saw a bunch of cool shit. Some shit you've never seen in an action movie. Mm-hmm. And they didn't show us everything. Right, right, right. We, we, they cut, cut a fucking trailer and you still don't know what the fuck happens. You have no idea what's happening. Yeah, Tony Stark's in this movie. <sighs> Downey's back in his start for the last time on, on film. Allegedly, we'll see. I just, I'm so ready for this film, yo. <laughs> yo, and, and and I was yeah. one of the ones I was like, yo, I don't really need a Black Widow film, and I still don't, but then I do now. So it is what it is. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need, I need, it, do need it, but I do need it. Yeah, I don't need it. Bro, I was telling people was like when they announced, I was like, let's go. I, I I've been on board since Jump Street. I just I've never felt more right. I mean, I was like, oh. Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> we're bringing we're going all the way. We're going home. Let's, let's go home. Right. Red Guardian, we're bringing Taskmaster in. We doing? Oh, we oh we doing this? Doing this? Okay. Yo, did you see? So in that scene with Taskmaster versus Red Guardian, you see Taskmaster's shields in the ground. Mm-hmm. In the background. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, we know we know Zemo's getting the mask in um in in. Don't get me started on my new favorite show that I narrated. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the Majumper flag, I was like, well, that cements it. My favorite show of all time is officially Falcon Winter Soldier. Because whatever it is, it's my first taste of X in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like. Prove me wrong, Black Widow. Prove me wrong. Let's let's let's, let's do know, this. Okay, so I'm gonna say this. This isn't going to happen. No one say this is gonna happen. This is not fantasy. This is fantasy booking, but it's not gonna happen. Omega Red. Don't. I just said what's gonna happen. So, but why you gotta put things like that in in my head now, man? Like, 
Can you imagine? I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting the for the X-Men via Black Widow. God damn it! An Omega Red, Omega Red, and then oh god. Like if he's the bad guy, or just a cameo, or a minch. Do they say his name? I'm losing my shit. Oh man. Jeez. Can't do this, man. Sorry. It occurred to me while we were talking about it. I was like, ooh, I have to say it out loud. Thank you for thank you for now. This 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 is how disappointments happen, right? Because a movie will be great. Right? <laughs> movie will be great, and I'll be like, yeah, but like, gosh, you could have put Omega Red in the film. I mean, you're right there. Someone said to me after Rise of Skywalker, spoilers again for eight seconds, nine seconds. They should have made her Luke's daughter. I was like, fuck you. They tell a story you wanted to hear, so they should have done it differently. Fuck you. I was very upset. Uh, uh, more uh, last Skywalker. Thank, just thank you for the Leas with a, with a lightsaber. Just thank you for that because I needed that. Thank you more for Poe turning on the, the flashlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we've all turned up next. Uh, you know, Susan got me a lightsaber for Christmas, right? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. On my nerd shit. That's awesome. <sighs> All right, uh, folks, thank you guys very much. Last mailbag of 2019. Again, uh, send us emails in uh, mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. Um, you can also, probably around the time this comes out, if you want to hear us talk more about some comic books and some of our favorite comic books of 2019 and of actually the decade, head over to the, car- the Character Corner podcast. We're about to talk about that on the pull list. Uh, we're also going to talk about that Doomsday Clock and uh, the end of the ba- Batman. So um, we got a lot to talk about. So hop over to the Character Corner. Listen to us there. Uh, we'll be back. Um, also coming on Super Tuesday, probably in the first couple weeks of uh, 2020, we'll have uh, the last ep- episode uh, reviewing the Expanse Season 4. Um, we also will be, in a couple weeks, be back on the thing on the 14th. We'll be back for... Um, the end of Crisis on Infinite Earth. And I want to say that the Star Trek crew, I may or may not be on this one. The Star Trek crew is going to be talking about um, uh, the short treks and maybe the start of Picard. I can't remember when Picard starts, but that'll all be coming on Super Tuesday recap. So make sure you guys subscribe. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.